0: There we go.
1: Drink left-handed. Well, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to see you. Thank you. So we're going for 98 views. Is that the the goal? 96. 96. Let's let's not push ourselves too hard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See if we can get 96.
1: (laughs) Matt, eat your heart out. Yeah,
0: set a new record. Try harder, Matt.
2: Get more (laughs)
1: friends. (laughs) Or more kids to click that play button.
0: Or learn how to code Mm. and make some bots.
1: I think that's the way to do it it's a
0: that seems to be the go at the day like the whole twitter thing elon going ahead not
1: going ahead mate if, it's all he, bots. if matt wrote some bots he could sell this for well yeah. you could sell it for eight billion dollars right? yeah uh, someone retarded who puts rockets into the sky to buy it
0: yeah that's a possibility <laughs> but that's a weird thing because twitter's got all that value and then maybe it really doesn't like how many people that you think you're talking to on twitter are you not are you really t- talking to a bot too? Does it matter? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it really matters, but it certainly would influence conversation and the way things happen on on Twitter. You know, if you're if you think you're having conversation about a topic, and then someone comes in and sort of flames you, and you respond to it, and then something <laughs> else, someone gets in, and you're in this big stoush. You're like, there's actually a, you're not really talking to of those five people you think you're talking to. Two of them aren't real. They're just stirring you up.
1: I I, I think it's Trump. <laughs> I think he's still pissed off. They kicked him off the platform, and he's just out there with the phone just saying, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to bot the hell out of this thing. uh, And he's just typing random shit. (laughs) And and he's doing it. And then he calls his mate Vlad, right? Hey, Putin, I know you're fucking busy at the moment dropping bombs on people, but you want to pile in on this cunt? Just (laughs) just to help get some of those
0: scammer programmers of yours to set some more bots up.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it all right. worked until the FBI came in and took all his phones away, right? Ah. Uh,
0: so, oh, well, maybe that was like the slight dip when Elon was talking in the bots. Now he's got his phones back and it's up again. Yeah. yeah. Could be. Yeah.
1: Could Talk be. about buyers of remorse, though. Yeah. You spend billions of dollars, right? You make big noise about it and then you realize, oh, shit, what have I done? Yeah. That was the worst Amazon drunken purchase I've ever done. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> holy shit. Like what? a four day bender, you wake up. And you're like, oh no, Yeah. my wife's going to kill me.
0: How do I get out of this? Like, can I just write a note back to them and say, look, i sorry, I really don't want to buy it anymore. Yeah.
1: I'm like, <laughs> you, you buy flowers and you say, honey, I'm really sorry. I bought Twitter. <laughs> Could you imagine that conversation? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great? Should rip his eyes out.
0: I would love to do that. It's like, oh, look, I'm really sorry, but I bought Twitter. What do you mean, bought Twitter? Yeah, I actually bought Twitter. What are you talking about? You haven't about even gone to the moon yet. Yeah. You bought Twitter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have a plan. We have a schedule here. <laughs> well, How are uh, you going to tell the Alphabet Soup, our our well, child, whatever we call that, the the child, that you bought a platform? And which of his many wives would he be telling? That's fair. Because
0: I think he's got like eight kids, and I think he's. He, Planning on having more. I think the plan is to repopulate the planet, but I think he's got eight. Well, people. yeah,
1: one ex-Johnny Depp partner at a time, I think. He's mm-hmm. just going to, yeah, he's got a strategy. Right? Yeah. He's like Dr. Evil. You've got to have a strategy.
0: <laughs> Dr. Evil, because, you know, starting this podcast, I just thought I really should probably get out ahead of this and create the meme myself of Dr. Evil with Mini-Me and Stick Joe Rogan's head on top And me underneath mm-hmm. And I think it just takes All the sting out of it If I've done it yeah, first you Yeah know?
1: And have like a, a Rogan face on a dartboard And you just kind of <laughs> You know Throw in darts And hopefully you don't Hit somebody across you But you, yeah Go for <laughs> Rogan <laughs> uh, So how long have You been in New Zealand Forever I'm sorry to hear that Yeah But I'm okay yeah.
0: No um, 20 years now Yeah right. 20 years Right
1: uh, So a third of your life then
0: quarter of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I just look good for my age. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs>
0: um Yeah, 20 years mm. and I've got no plans to, to move unless they want to kick me out for some reason but well, otherwise yeah. I'd stay.
1: I think they're proven once you leave the country they don't let you back in so um Yeah. yeah. You don't want to go.
0: You don't want to leave the fortress. No. Don't leave the island.
1: Well, it's funny because we've got to build walls to sort of keep people in and out. And the Kiwis, <clears throat> they don't. They just have a prime minister say, hey, <laughs> you leave. You're not coming back in. Everybody's like, oh, That's it. we're never going to leave. Yeah.
0: Not going out again.
1: Yeah. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. It'd be nice to be able to go and travel a little more freely. Like I say, this just this week, I read that in New Zealand are flying to New York again. They've reestablished that flight. They still haven't reestablished their flights to Chicago.
1: Yeah. Right. Or Christchurch. But, yeah. the mm-hmm. boss. <laughs> <laughs> well, could you imagine? I feel bad, <clears throat> you know, for, for Greg. He comes all the way back, right? He's done his stint. He's run the world's largest retailer, Walmart, in the U.S. And he's like, you know what? I want to go back home, okay? And I'm, But I can't just retire. I'd be bored. So he says, oh, I want something fairly cruisy. Pick the airline, right? It's mm-hmm. backed by the government, it's one of two ways out of the country. It's a waka or a plane. And he said, ah, it's easy, right? You just got to make sure planes don't crash. And, you know, pretty cruisy role for a guy like that of that talent. And then COVID hit. And mm. Now he's like, it'll mm. work. Mm.
0: Got to do yeah. something. Got to pull this thing out, out of work. the ground and get it working yeah.
1: again. Making no money. Everything's yeah. moving against him. But, yeah, smart dude. But I feel for the guy.
0: Yeah, it'd be a tough role, I suppose. It would be, you know, at top of a national airline, national carrier. Yeah, fairly visible role. Yeah, anything goes wrong. But then again, you're right. You just got to keep those planes in the air. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Hey, that's the thing. You
1: just cannot let happen as an airline. You can't have one of your planes hit the ground. It's like fuck. No one's booking flights with us anymore. Like the Malaysian Airlines. Like a week after they lost their first plane, they had uh, a special flights to nowhere special. It's Mm. like. That person, that mm. marketer, is either really, really brilliant <laughs> or it's Elon Musk yeah. and a Twitter bot. <laughs> That's just <But>. wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. no.
0: But, surprisingly good record. Has New Zealand had any plane crashes? No. No. Wow, well, well, no. They had the Erebus probably. thing, but that wasn't New yeah. Zealand. It wasn't uh, the... In New Zealand, that was before that.
1: Yeah, I don't know much too much about that. Some Antarctic
0: but... flight, so yeah, looking
1: nah. you know any time Qantas, anything. Qantas haven't had any. F- I don't think Qantas has figured out how to take off just yet. <laughs> I mean, it's the on-time departure is like ten years in between planes. It's ridiculous. Mm. You know, I I actually flew the other day, and it was. You know, not a bad experience because the Aussies have moved on from COVID, right? No one wears masks mm. at all. So it's, it's pretty cruising in the airport, but nothing works properly because mm-hmm. there's lots of different rules and, and some rules don't exist, but you still have to do the paperwork on apps and mm-hmm. things like that. And, and planes, you know, like Heathrow, only allowing half the planes in, right? And planes are just turning up anyway. Like Emmert sent him an email saying, yeah, nah. We're coming anyway, find room and yeah, it was just an absolute sort of disaster, you know, flying just to, to Sydney. Um, and then you come back, everything's delayed. So you take a late night flight, you end up landing at like one in the morning, two in the morning, you never used to be able to do that. And then you wait, you know, four hours through biosecurity It's ridiculous. Like nothing is easy. Yeah just horrible
0: the most expensive travel you can have flying and the experience is pretty rough yeah, sometimes
1: it's pretty pretty poor so yeah I,
0: I flew yesterday just domestically both flights both ways delayed
1: right you know uh,
0: I, I the second time there was an announcement from the you know the woman controlling the the the, the cabin the plane um and she was saying it was, it was sickness you know too many people still off with covid or colds and flus or something and that ground crew staffing problems yeah but um it's interesting, and I have not know, i have wearing masks. So I went onto the plane, and they asked me as I was checking in, because I didn't have a mask. I was the only person in the line. Who, well, I thought I was the only person in the line who didn't have a mask on, and said, I scanned my little code, and the lady said, do you have a mask? And I said, no. I said, "Um, I've got an exemption. She said, oh, you've got a mask exemption. Oh, that's fine. I was like, oh, cool. Did you? Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. Right. And so I, I, I walked out and got on the plane, and then I got to the the two, like the, the hostesses who were at the front of the plane as you walk in and greet you there. And I didn't have a mask on and I didn't say anything to them. I think they must just assume if you've got that far like that. Um, but then when I sat down at the back of the plane, one of, another one came up to me and said, oh, sorry, you've got to put a mask on. And I said, oh, Actually, she said, do you have a mask? I said, I do have one, but I don't want to put it on. She said, well, you have to, unless you've got an exemption. I said, I've got an exemption. She said, oh, I'm really sorry. That's okay. Um, <laughs> And walked away. And the dude is sitting next to me with his mask on. And I can see him look at me and look at her and going, fuck, I should just say I've got an exemption. Okay, so, like, straight away, like, he pulls it down under his nose. And then after five Cheeky minutes, he sort of takes it off to start talking to me.
1: Yeah. But that's the thing I love about kiwis, right? One of the best things American, uh, Americans export is aggravation. Right, oh. if you go on YouTube and everything, you see. I think they call them Karens, oh. you know, just starting fights for yeah. no reason. And and Kiwis are friendly, lovely people. I'm like, oh, we don't want to be those people. Yeah, right. So you can get away with anything here yeah. in this country because they just don't want the confrontation. It's like, eh, it's yeah. just not worth it. Yeah. So I have, I now have a mask exemption. So it's great.
0: Yeah, I um, I find because there's still. In some areas, there's still a fair few people wearing masks, but a lot aren't. At the airport yesterday, there were a lot who weren't. Like I flew a month or so ago, and there were a lot more people wearing masks then. Now there's not. But it was fun, like the people who weren't wearing masks, as you're walking past, you know, I'm a smiley kind of guy. You know, I'd smile them. you see them smile back, and (laughs) I almost wonder, like, are we smiling at each other because we're not wearing masks? Is that why? (laughs) Or is it just because I can actually see your face, and I know that you're smiling? The exemption club. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's a... um, at the airport here, there's the the lounge, the Coro the yeah. lounge, but there's another exclusive yeah, one. Yeah,
1: I saw that. Yeah,
0: I got taken up to that there one day.
1: Really? Yeah, we got a, How um, did you get in?
0: Exactly. Oh, people. And <laughs> 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 we got we got a friend of ours who we we've, we've met through the uh, kombucha business. Uh, he's a he's a character. He's a real character. I got it like he's just one of those people who mm. lives his life his way. Anyhow. I was going to Fiji, and he was going to Fiji at the same time, and so we're talking. He's like, "Oh, if Tim, if you're going to Fiji, meet me at the airport. I'll take you up to the lounge." And I was like, "Okay, sweet." And so I'm thinking we're going to go to the Coru Lounge. I was like, "Yeah, great, we're going to the Coru Lounge." And then we walk along together, and we stop and take this little right hand turn here up to this this doorway, and go up this doorway, and then get let in, go up these stairs, and then there's this other lounge which is like right over looking over the runway with about seven leather lazy boy recliners all facing out to the glass (laughs) and behind it a a fully stocked bar like open bar with everything and we're sitting in there i was like jesus you won't pull my leg man you actually get in here well his work Takes him everywhere. Like Renee spoke to him last week, and he's like, I oh, I can catch up on Monday, but then I'm off to L.A., and then I'm over to China, and then I'm back to Belgium, and then I'll be back from somewhere else, San Francisco the week after. It's so like he's just everywhere, so he's got so many travel miles. Yeah. Um, so we're sitting in the lounge, and you know, the, this this man walks up, um, part of the, star, the staff there, and he's like, hi, how are you? He's like, oh, how are you? Good to see you. Hugs. What would you like? Tim, what do you want for breakfast? I was like, well, what have you got? He's like, what do you want? I was like, Why? eggs, Benedict, salmon? Sure, well, sir. no problem.
2: <laughs> and
0: we have a bottle of champagne, like, whatever time it is before our flight.
1: This is flash. You, you, you know, you walked. you walked into Qantas Lounge, is what you actually did. <laughs> So you, (laughs) that's where he took you. (laughs) I wonder what all the big red kangaroos (laughs) were there for. What the hell is this? Is this civilization?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: It would not be that difficult to fool me at the airport. International airports, are they constantly remodeling? Is that some anti-terrorism plan or something? I don't know. You can never plan an attack because you never know what the room's going to look like when you get there the next week.
1: I don't know. I mean, the best ones are Virgin, right? Branson, he doesn't run it anymore, but it's still his ethos. And and they would change that lounge. It felt like every other day Mm -hmm. when I was in Europe. And basically, planes are like taxis. You know, most places are within a couple of hours of each other. You're up at four in the morning. You're on the 5 a.m. flight. And then you're in an office somewhere in Denmark or wherever for, for the morning. And every virgin lounge that I was in was, was the same but different. Right. Mm. So they all had beds and showers. You're like, well, this is yep. actually a brothel <laughs> 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 and, and bars. But the configuration would change. And, it was, and you'd almost walk in, you think, I'm drunk. Because I have no idea if, <laughs> I've been here before But it I don't remember It all looks different <laughs> And it's like But they I don't know why they do it It can't be security
0: I, I'm honestly certain Beyond the lounges Even just the airport shopping areas They're in a like, You know like Corporates are in constant restructuring mode. It's like, we just finished restructuring, well, we're just starting a new restructuring, yeah. new GM coming. They're, they're like that. It's like, that laneway of shops wasn't there last time. And that one that used to have the big round thing in the middle of the auditorium, well, where's that gone? Now there's a <laughs> pond. It's like, what the
1: fuck? <laughs> well, maybe the difference is because everyone else can build things quickly. I think here in New Zealand, we struggle to put a road down within a decade. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe we don't change as much because it's just too hard. You've got to question
0: that. Do you remember a couple of years ago in Japan, I think it was, that sinkhole formed yeah. in the middle of an intersection, and then like 48 hours later, trucks and buses is going across it again? I was like, it, just, fill what? It up. just whoever that crew was, hire them yeah. and bring them here and make them build all the roads.
1: The Dutch the Dutch like go in and they build a bridge overnight. Like an overpass bridge, and there's this truck, big bridge-building truck, and they literally just pick it up and drop it in, and 30-second YouTube video, and you're like, why didn't we think of that? Then you turn and you look, Wellington's still being built. Yeah, (laughs) It's like, guys, it's actually not that hard. Call the Dutch. Have them come over, and they can sort it all out.
0: There's got to be some... There's got to be some ways to build roads faster. If you're building a road, you've made a decision to build the road, there's got to be a way to build it faster than the way we do. Like, even They're expensive, I know. But still, wouldn't you in some cases just say, okay, let's have a rotating crews. Let's go 24-7 and...
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I don't want to criticise anybody. I'm not a builder. Look at my dainty hands, right? <laughs> but um, I do agree that there has to be a better way.
0: Well, you see, that's what thing. That right. example of that Japanese intersection was a good example of how you can do that. All that stuff got rewired, all that stuff was replumbed. all that base was put in and reset and done in an incredibly short period of time. Yeah. There's got to be ways to do it.
1: Well, the thing I like is like on the Northern Motorway, they're like, all right, we're going to make it wider because there are more cars and there's a pinch point here, so it'll come here. Mm -hmm. So what they do is say they'll make it wider and put the pinch point about a K down the road. Yeah. You haven't solved the fucking pinch prob- point. Yeah, I know. I just make backs the whole up. damn thing wider. I know. <laughs> you haven't solved the problem. Yes, you've created jobs. You've poured more mafia-style concrete on the ground. But seriously, this is not brain surgery. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. But yeah. um, it seems to be the Kiwi way. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, but it's like that everywhere, sort of across countries throughout the world.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm sure. You know? But you just... You just think there's some, like you say, prefabricated bridges and prefabricated houses. It feels like that's the sort of thing you could could do. With a road, yeah, it's different. But when they built that roadway out here, that motorway out here a couple of years ago, you know, that was just frustrating, driving past through all the single lane bits and waiting. And there was a bit, it was a rainy day and so work was called off and you're like, there's surely, there's a way we can put a tent up, and you can work in the rain when you're building a road. You're like you're in a truck digging the road up and laying the concrete.
1: Yeah, can you not do that in the rain? I'll, t- I'll tell you, it's 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 the same in England, right? I remember when I first moved to England, and so I came from New York. And we had literally overnight about two feet of snow, like proper weather. Land in in London, get in Heathrow, and jump on the train from from Heathrow into the city. And the train had stopped and there was snow on the track. Peer my head out. It's like a millimeter of snow. I'm like, and I'm a you know, arrogant New York. I'm like, fuck off. You know, let's just go. And I'm I'm all wound up, you know, six hour overnight flight. I'm like, this isn't snow, it was two feet where I came from. And then over the years, because I'd lived there for a very long time, there's there's leaves on the tracks. It's like, oh my God, what kind of leaves are these? <laughs> There must be some big fucking leaves. There's a jungle. Stop a train from Manchester yeah. to London. But what I really realised is they didn't want anyone from the north coming into London. So That's what it was. they blamed the leaves. You blame anything. Yeah. There's some dust. Yeah. We've
0: actually found a little bit of grit exactly. on the track. Sorry, you have yeah. to go back.
1: Yeah. yeah. And when I left London to move here... We, we've put
0: the feather dusters. We could dust it and get... No, 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 no. 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 Your dusters won't cut no. it. Sorry, you're out of here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And when I left London, it was 28 degrees. So the, at the time, the... This temperature was just eclipsed a couple weeks ago and 28 point something degrees and it was hot and brits love to just whinge about everything so just two weeks before we're whinging about the rain now it's 28 degrees i bought a kid's paddling pool sat my fat ass in that paddling pool and i'm loving it and the brits come out it's too hot <laughs> I'm like jesus christ there's leaves in the pool no wonder everyone <laughs> wants to leave the commonwealth <laughs> <laughs> the Queen Yes, the, I know The Queen I long,
0: know Long live the no, uh, <laughs> The Queen
1: is dead Long live the King Long live the King Charles mm. um, Yeah Yeah, interesting way Never met the lady mm. um, She but. never calls me <clears throat> <laughs> But what's amazing, you know So America's what, 200 and Where I was born 250, 60 years old, right The Queen sat in her chair Presided over the Commonwealth For about what? 70, 70, years? Yeah, 70, 70 years. years That's 30, 40% what? of the time America's been a, a country I don't
0: know What did she go through? 13 prime ministers e- Exactly you know, right. So it'd be, be intimidating You're Boris Johnson And you turn up And you're like I'm oh, a fucking
1: well, What about, you know Elizabeth Truss? Yeah. She killed the Queen That's what I hear <laughs> That's what Twitter says <laughs> That's what Twitter says She <laughs> turned up Met the Queen Could be the bots The oh. Queen was dead yeah. It's it's trust. It's the whole True. Brexit game. It's quite conclusive, isn't yeah, it? Really? It's it's no question. You know, I called yeah. Elon today and I, that's what he said.
0: Misinformation if people try denying yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: you know, I it's definitely trust. Yeah. You know.
0: But yeah, um, look, it's it's gonna be a divisive topic. It already is a divisive topic. Look on twenty you know, eight. Some people are like, Oh, you know, I'm sad to see her. Other people are like,
1: Glad she's gone.
0: So it's ah, yeah, so, tough fun. But yeah,
1: I think the Irish are enjoying, right? Is there? But um, yeah, look, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm neither a fan nor against royalty. I, I admit I don't understand it. Um, I'm a big fan of Harry, right? Yeah. I remember when he was a young lad, he would go out to Vegas, boatload <laughs> of cocaine, hookers. I'm like, <laughs> that dude is
0: awesome. He's living the I life. Mean, he is like you're a prince.
1: <laughs> it's awesome, right? But. Yeah, I just don't see the point. They got flash houses. They get everything. They're born into it, and you know, and yeah, you know, whatever. But she was an amazing lady. She dealt with a lot of stuff.
0: Oh, you! I think you've got to give her credit. Yeah, an amazing, amazing character of you know of the of the time. You know, like say, like seventy years ruling. Well, uh, ruling the monarchy. I mean, I think she lost a lot of the power of what let's say her grandmother you yeah. had yeah victoria victoria yeah. was powerful powerful ruler whereas elizabeth i think has been a caretaker of a role i don't, don't don't know what power she actually has or you know um the artist formerly known as prince charles
1: <laughs> <laughs> has. Yeah. but it, it's it scared me because um i remember years ago when i was in in the uk and Prince had died, right? Um, and s- somewhere around Christmas time, we were kind of walking around. They do these uh, garden lights. You can walk around the various different uh, grounds and have these light shows and things. And, and I'm joking with a mate of mine, Ewan. I said, you know what? You know, um, Prince, the uh, uh, boy George is going to die, right? I mean, that's the next one. We're joking. Literally like six hours later, the dude's dead. Is Boy George dead? Yeah, I think he's dead. No, he's not dead. Yeah, who's the other guy with all the makeup and the and the hat? It was the oh
0: Pete. Uh, someone. Th- no, the guy oh. from the guy from Spin Me Round yeah, Round yeah, Baby. Yeah, right? yeah is, is he
1: dead? Yeah, I think he's dead because he died the next day.
0: You're not completely reliable on the live dead well, things. It's, it's I get Boy it from George Twitter. is still
1: alive. <laughs> I get it from Twitter. Um, but yeah, remember.
0: we don't want to start a rumor on Twitter. <laughs> Where did that start? Find out where that started. I'm going to sue them. <laughs> it wasn't us. It was a mistake. He's drunk. He doesn't know what he's saying.
1: Oh yeah, no, but there's
0: Prince. I mean, that's a that, that was a that that's was a, a loss. One. Yeah, that
1: was a big one. We lost a lot of people. It's, what it was uh,
0: Bowie? Bowie Prince. Yeah.
1: George Michael. George, that was the dude I was talking about. George Michael.
0: Careless Whisper has to be one of the classiest songs ever wow. released.
1: Uh, see, I was never a for or against, but these are iconic songs. I mean now we get I don't even know what's popular now. I mean I still think of like Bieber and Britney and I'm like that's atrocious music.
0: I looked at some uh photo this week of I don't know, yeah, it was some major event and there was like seven children in a row and the only one i knew was harry styles i was like no idea who that is i've no idea who that is no idea no, no, no. that's harry styles right he had a cool he had a cool suit on like massive lapels down to here yeah wow well, yeah
1: you know people like that right i mean they they've got such a massive following and they make so much money they don't
0: care yeah,
1: well, oh, fair
0: enough. If I was making that much money, I'd have cool they, lapels they wear too. A skirt. If I was going out, somebody invited me out somewhere, like, dude, you're going out tonight. I'm going to be in front of like thousands of people. I'll be like, I need some lapels. Get yeah. me a tailor and let's make some lapels that look good. Nah, let's yeah. make them better. I've, I've,
1: I've got to admit, I'm going to a Harry Styles concert. Are you? Yeah, I think in a couple of months. Get a suit, he's man. He's down here. Custom. Taking my daughter and all a bunch of teenage girls to a. <gasps> <sighs> it sucks.
0: Are you just going to. Stand at the back at the bar and have a beer. Actually, Harry's got some good tracks, but there's going to be a whole heap of like screaming girls. girls. yeah,
1: Yeah, it's um, yeah. I'm just, I'll be there, just with my shotgun pointed at all the boys.
0: You need one of those back away. One of those shirts. uh, What's the group? Dads, D A D D. Yeah, Dad. What's that? Dads against daughters dating, (laughs) (laughs) and then this slogan underneath is. Shoot the first one, the word will spread. <laughs> <laughs> that. I
1: need to go and get that. <laughs>
0: yeah. I saw it on the internet somewhere. I'm sure if you Google, you'll Google dad. Shout out to uh, dad. Hey. Oh, I'm the saga so I got a couple more years, but then it's going to be like, I'm getting one of those shirts. I'm
1: getting a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's I one of the downside with, you know, being in America, there's more guns and people. Right, so yeah, you, you have to be very careful what you do on dates when you're a teenager, because you know dad will pop out and blow your head off.
0: I just, right? I honestly, i am be surprised. This is a weird thing. This is what's weird about America to me, is that you know everyone's got guns. Yeah. And you know that people are concealed carrying. So yeah. even the people that you don't think have got guns have yeah. possibly got guns. Why are people, like you say, so... Aggravational to one another If I was over there I would be like Excuse me sir I'm just going to (laughs) walk To the door I'm going to keep my hands Like this as I walk to the door I'm going to put my hand On the door handle And open the door And then proceed to my car Is that okay with everyone? Thank you Yeah Yeah.
1: I I think one of the things Most people don't really uh, Appreciate of Americans Is um, we have a combined IQ Of a crayon Right So um so we don't necessarily think through what we're doing. Um, so if somebody has a, a gun, another one has a bazooka, and I sure as shit, if you're in Texas, you're going to see a tank rolling down the road, yeah, well, right? I mean, yeah. I like uh, that about Texas. Though. Well, and I, I was on the phone with my parents um, this morning because it's coming up to September 11th, which is a fairly big oh, yeah. big day for the neighborhood and stuff like that. Um, and uh, Of
0: course, you're from New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: exactly. So, um, and... You know, my mother still, you know, asked me, where where are you again? I'm in New Zealand. I've been here three years. What state is that in? I said, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're going to have this commercial. Uh, so I said, don't, don't worry. I'm on the shared national computer. It's connected to the interweb, and it's my turn to give you a call. Right? <laughs> We've had enough rain to keep our water wheels spinning to ve- have electricity. <laughs> and my mom's just buying this shit. Um, the only way to communicate with most Americans is through Fox News. Oh, right? That's, yeah. and, and my parents are very much sort of... Are they
0: Fox or MSNBC? They're so, definitely Fox. They're Fox. Right. Like so,
1: um, you know, they're, they're the maggot crowd. Yeah. So I said, well, when you come here, I wouldn't wear the red hat. Oh, why not? Yeah. I said, well, you've you've got to get the the MNZGA hat. That's Mm -hmm. the Make New Zealand Great Again hat, right? Because they're going to really appreciate Americans (laughs) coming in and telling them what to do. Yeah. That's good
0: advice. That's sound advice for your parents.
1: Yeah. It's a way to get inheritance quicker.
0: Yeah. I like that. I can see why you're the favorite child.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I used to, and I still do this, Um, send them a little, probably less so now because well, they're hard to get a hold of but i used to send them putin dolls right <laughs> and 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 trump toilet paper so every time they went and did their business <laughs> they were connected <laughs> to mr T, right and and they i just wound them up right and when i grew up it was sort of really cold war anti-russian you know 1980s ice hockey we beat the russians and then as i mentioned earlier my dad got sick so i i sent him a text i said it's polonium 210. <laughs> I was in London at the time, right? We had literally no word of lie. People dropping like flies because the bloody Russians are just poisoning everybody. Right? And then my dad's like, you're fucking Right? <laughs> It's the Russians. I said, you got to disconnect everything from the internet. They're coming for you. It's it's, Red Dawn. Yeah. You better check that pacemaker in your heart, man. They've got the kill switch.
0: (laughs) They've got the codes. (laughs) They've hacked it. It's those bots. They
1: definitely have it now because they were crawling all over Mar-a-Lago. Imagine if
0: you did have the bot to his pacemaker and be just like, we're just going to give it a slowdown for a second.
1: (laughs) Oh, that fucking bot.
0: Putin, (laughs) quit it, man. Putin's watching through the ring camera just (laughs) giggling. Oh, turn it back. And turn it yeah, back yeah, he on Let go shit. He's alright He loves that we got to let him have a giggle Because the war's not going Particularly well for him At the moment So yeah. let him have a giggle
1: Yeah I mean I, You think he would have learned From the Americans right Americans Probably the most powerful You know army in the world Certainly the most funded They invade a desert And they can't even dominate yeah. This yeah. dude invades a neighbour Full yeah. of pretty rough Eastern European dudes yeah. And dudettes of course And who actually fight back? And he's probably like, "What's this about?"
0: (laughs) That's the thing. Like that, that fight just starting there is, you know, is a pretty hard fight. You've got neighbors fighting one another. Long history. Yeah, yeah. A number of people in Ukraine, uh, you know, are. to all intents and purposes, Russians. A lot of people on the eastern, bo- uh, western border of Russia will be to all intents, Ukrainians. Yeah. That's all just a weird environment to be having a fight. And just a, you know, like the Russian, it, it, whenever it's going to be a Russian fight, it's just going to be artillery. So it's just going to be, right, We let's see if we can work out the structure of the city. We'll start from this corner. Yeah. Okay, we're over here. We don't care. We've got a plan. We're destroying all the city blocks over here.
1: Yeah, but if you see them rolling in, it's like that board game Risk, right? Have you ever played that board game? It's kind of world domination, yeah. and that's like I think Putin invented it. I heard that on Twitter too. Um, but you see their tanks rolling in, and they're a single file line across yeah. a bridge. And I'm not a military uh, strategist by any stretch, but I, you know, I do have a Nerf gun, and I I can appreciate where anyone's in single file line. You just need to blow up the first one and the last one. Mm. But they, they didn't do that. I mean, but so the Russians were able to get in, then eventually cleared up the Russians like, this is pretty dumb what we're doing, and hightailed it back out of there.
0: There's a guy on YouTube called Perun, who I would love to get on the show mm. and and talk to. He's an Aussie guy who's had a background in, I want to say military logistics. Mm. So if if you're listening perun if this somehow gets to you please man come on the show i'd love to talk um he does the best weekly podcast summaries and at the moment he's doing them on ukraine mm. and he's coming from this economic logistics yeah, yeah, yeah. financial <coughs> background so the the news he's giving you is very clearly laid out in solid economics you know like so he does he does lots of good yeah you know, comparisons on like I guess, is um like the, the the Ukraine or something or the all Russians, um you know, they're they're all they're all bling. They got you know, they got don't have enough training here. They don't have enough they've conscripted people and therefore they haven't gone through this program of training. You know, yes, they've got thousands of tanks sitting around, but those tanks if they haven't been maintained, they've had the copper wire stripped out of them, so they're actually effectively useless to you. Um Things like, okay, if you're starting to constrict people, that means they're not working the active workforce. You're not taking taxes off them. So you're now getting yourself into a cycle of dependency upon, okay, how long can we run this war for? And starting to get ideas about that.
1: Yeah. And I just feel bad for the Russian people. And when you get McDonald's pull out, I mean, that is a national event. McDonald's shut up shop. But within, what, six hours, you get McDonald's. Yeah. I mean, it's brilliant. Yeah. You know? So, they don't seem to have missed a beat, right?
0: Yeah, I look, I don't know. Obviously, what we see and get here is Western propaganda. There's a lot of Ukrainian propaganda coming out, there's a yeah. heap of it. I feel for the, I feel, and again, I feel, you know, not that I'm boots on the ground, but of the sources I'm watching, Twitter bots, <laughs> the bots are telling me that the last couple of days, There's been some big pushback from the Ukrainians against the Russians in some areas. Prior to that, there's been a lot of just slow, creeping Russian progression. But, yeah, I I don't know what we get here. I don't know where Putin's head's at. Is he going, yep, we're actually starting to get worried we're running out of shit, we're running out of computer chips, this is going to end badly for me, how do I find a way out of this? Or is he still like, I've got another 7,000 of those old tanks, I'll throw that at you for another year, and then we'll start to get worried yeah, about things. I yeah.
1: think he's going to wait for the winter, right? The Germans will cave because they need to be warm. The Americans that's, will get bored.
0: That's, a thing. Well, that's a thing. the thing. Well, that's the thing. You've got to remember that the only reason that the Ukrainians are still in this fight is the massive amount of Western support they've mm-hmm. been given. If they weren't getting the billions and billions and billions of dollars in NATO weaponry, it would be over by now. But I I don't actually think... I'm a a subscriber to John Mearsheimer. His idea, that I don't think that Putin was actually planning on trying to take all of Ukraine. I don't think that was his intent at the start. I really think it was basically... Look, NATO, stop training, yeah. stop funding the Ukrainians, get out of my backyard and
1: we'll be okay. Yeah. If not, you're he's not going to be saying that since he's he been saying that for forever for 20, 30 years since he's been in the seat. Yeah. He's In fact, he wanted to be friends with Americans and it was is sort of the Americans who said, nah. Yeah. Nah.
0: Yeah, well, we're going to keep on pushing and we're pushing Americans, and pushing and right? pushing.
1: Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, I think <laughs> Putin did misplay his hand because I think he certainly appreciates his, his particular. Aspects of the government, like the intelligence agencies, sit in the executive branch. So they do what the president wants, right? So CIA, Mm -hmm. NSA, et cetera, et cetera. And these are crucial because it's all about that intelligence. They have their own military arms, et cetera. But with Biden there, right, and Biden controlling the CIA, it's a very different adversary to, say, Trump. Trump didn't even trust Mm. his own intelligence services, right? And he he undermined them. He still has documents in his, you know, Florida flat, you know, his golf course. And he's doing anything and everything he could to undermine, you know, American interests, whether you agree with him or not. But Putin would have been better off, you know, attacking when Trump was in, in town, right? Versus Biden.
0: But then again, the, the, the counter to the narrative to that, though, is that Trump was very anti NATO. Trump was like, You guys are taking money of us. We're the largest player here. You guys aren't contributing. You Germans think that you're yeah. all good because you're taking all this Russian oil. It's a bad idea. And you know for that reason Putin's probably less likely to cause a stir with Trump because he's like well the American president's on my side he's trying to get nato yeah, out of here
1: i think trump was just looking for money because the mexicans weren't paying for this wall that keeps falling yeah. down and you know trump was keep handing out money to europeans to protect effectively europe, europe. Yep, and yeah and indirectly the us and they weren't paying their fair share trump well, just wanted money
0: it's a weird it's a weird thing i mean strategically you look at america global superpower russia not a global superpower. Punch above their weight and do really yeah. well, but yeah. not on anywhere on the same level. China, emerging global oh, superpower. Yeah, the ones that's, where yeah. the, that's where their focus should be now. Yeah, they should be like, mm, sorry, Ukraine, look, how, let's just stop this fighting here because we really need to go focus on what's going on in China. There's yeah. a massive navy that's being built. It's a massive army that's being built.
1: Yeah, and they mm-hmm. think in 100-year year cycles, right? I mean, Xi Jinping's going up and... For re-election this week, I believe it is up to the People's Republic to to re-elect them in. But the Chinese are brilliant; they're amazing people. They think in hundred-year yeah, yeah. sort of multi-generational policies. They're just it's yeah. and and they don't really care. They're the ones like when they go out and hack places and steal things. They tell people about it because yeah. they don't have to worry about it internally. They're still locking people down with COVID. Yeah, you know half the country's burning with uh, the climate change stuff, and they don't care. They really don't care. Their people don't have the same free speech. The COVID thing
0: in China is weird. I I figure that must be because Xi Jinping came out and said we're going to have zero COVID. And now that he can't have zero COVID, he's got to be seen to be hard cracking down on it still yeah, to not change, lose face.
1: Might change when he gets, you know, presumably gets reelected, right? He, yeah. he controls the party. And if you go up against him, you're, you're not going to survive. That's, yeah. That's very true. But um, yeah, I mean, I think the real people in, in the U S the people in the know of which I'm not me, but I read on Twitter a lot. <laughs> um, they're more concerned about China. Right. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, they've they've got to be, they've got to be long term they've got to be.
1: Yeah. But I'll tell you it's um you know, talk about nations and and even you know, I've I've had the opportunity to live in lots of different people and and you get lots of different views of different things, right? And and it's really amazing. It, for me it was like my birthday all over again when they, I left the US when I stopped reading Fox News mm-hmm. and I actually, you know, learned how to spell color, it had to say you. <laughs> I didn't know that, <laughs> you know, and you learn proper English. So, I mean, that's one thing that holds back Americans. They don't really have a wide view. They've got Good. one or two views.
0: Yeah, I guess I've never been to America, but I can imagine that happen. If you are the you know a global player like that, you probably tend to become quite, focused on yourself yeah you know you, the whole western, the whole western world's entertainment is kind of led and directed by what comes out of america yeah you
1: know yeah i mean lots of countries are like that i mean i remember what was it what eight nine months ago when russia first and in, uh, invaded ukraine and like you i read lots of different newspapers and try and get a, a view and i i get into the herald and they're talking about the Wellington protests. I'm like, Jesus Christ! It's fucking World War Three out there. Russia actually invaded another country, mm. and you're talking about Wellington protests, right? And then you they put up videos of Wellingtonian protests who knock down barriers, yeah. and they pick them back up, and they stay on their side of the barrier. Yeah, we need to teach Kiwis how to yeah. protest properly. I mean, we can storm capitals. Yeah. We can overthrow governments almost. <laughs> I mean, there's a few things that we can teach the Kiwis.
0: It's interesting though, you look around the world the last year or so, the number of Western countries that have had protests on level large levels. A lot of it's been suppressed too. You know, you look at in in Denmark the farmers' protests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at the farmers' protests and truckers yeah. in Canada. Yeah, getting it pretty heavily suppressed. There wasn't a whole lot of that in the mainstream no. media, but yeah. that was pretty full on.
1: Yeah, well, know? and I love it. What was it, the Speaker of the House for? New Zealand said, "You know what? You know how we really get these protesters out? We play music, okay. right? I'm going to play Baby <laughs> Shark yeah. over and over and over again. I mean, that is a fucking strategy, right there.
0: Yeah, but he picked the wrong track. That everything was already a brainworm yeah. in everyone's head. It's like mm, we're uh, already, we're used yeah, to this. I'm numb. We, we dealt with this. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, numb. And then what do you go for? Barry Manilow. So that's just a fun <laughs> choice of music. Where's you know? <laughs> and, and
1: then we have who's this? Bishop um, Brian, dude, running around. Um, he's doing Brian Temickey. Yeah, he's uh-huh. doing some more protests. And, you know, I'm all so, free, free speech. Yeah. Hey, that's cool. But don't drive your tractor on the one bridge that connects my house to my work. Right? Uh-huh. And, and, and they get, they're walking on this bridge, driving tractors on this bridge. And I'm just like, dude, they can't even add a cycle way. To this fucking bridge. This is the one way in or out. Do you have to do this? Do a flotilla, like Greenpeace or something like that. But don't, don't attack my bridge. You know, now I'm not a fan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You've got to be very careful with a protest, don't you? That you don't put offside people that might support you by protesting in the wrong way. But like blocking them, getting from one half of the city to the other half. Makes an impact, Definitely gets on the news, so it gets you some airtime. But are there then a large number of people that go, you know what, I probably would have supported you because i kind of with you on the idea, but that was really fucking annoying.
1: Well, it was. Yeah. And, and the bastard where the tractor's come up from, from south somewhere. I, I haven't been been past the bridge, actually, so I don't know what's down south. But this tractor comes up, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Tractor. And this Kiwi dude next to me goes, oh, that's her national pastime. I thought it was rugby, rugby. He goes, no, it's tractoring. I'm like, well, it's going pretty slow on the motorway. Yeah. I'd never seen one before, right? Because living in civilization here in the CBD, I didn't appreciate. And there are
0: other uh, vehicles, mechanical
1: yeah. vehicles out there.
0: Yeah, I heard about them. Yeah. Big, apparently. Big back wheels on them. Yeah. Not but, great for burnout, surprisingly. Well, but, I, know. Yeah. I
1: know. but and But yeah, all that sort of stuff's interesting, right? You want to try and <laughs> avoid some of that.
0: There's been a lot going on. In the last year, uh, was it Sri Lanka?
1: Yeah, the still going. Government on. overthrown. Yeah, they're bankrupt. Pakistan's technically bankrupt again.
0: Well, Sri Lanka? They they got caught up in the whole um, uh, climate change thing, where yeah, the yeah. prime minister made the decision: we're not buying any fertilizer because the nitrogen's bad. So,
1: yeah.
0: okay, our crops drop by thirty percent in our production. Yeah, yeah. Now everyone's hungry.
1: Yeah, but then they they take all the money. Or was that Malaysia? Yeah. I mean, all they're fairly high levels of corruption. Cro- yeah, right.
0: Um. Yeah, Malaysia's had some big corruption. They had that big. What was that big thing a couple of years ago? A- a- I IMD? a- one. IMDB, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like trillion dollar payout. Yeah. Or basically, corruption asset or asset
1: management. Yeah, taking people's money and sort yeah. of putting it in their own pockets, which is well not too dissimilar to us New Yorkers. We just call it Wall Street. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> have you have you have you got any crypto have you invested in crypto?
1: No, I don't. Um, no, I'm not a, not a crypto dude.
0: I did like two years ago and it was tracking up nicely. And then I think I've now got, I don't know, 25% of what I put in.
1: Yeah. Yeah, See, I learned very early on. Um, lots of my friends are still in that space in wall Mm -hmm. street, various different uh, fixed income and debt capital, uh, markets. Um, and the one thing they told me very early on is that, you know, they go three years of hell, 18 hour days, not doing anything but sort of photocopying and typing, but you're, you're really learning. And they come out of that phase and they sort of tell me that don't ever, ever, ever buy shares. Yeah. Ever. You will never know as much information that I, I know. Yeah. And as it turns out, they not only know the information; they rigged the game. Yeah. <laughs> right. So.
0: And now I think a lot of it's bots too, doing the deals at lightning yeah, speeds, all flash trading stuff. That's yeah. not
1: everything in the market, but um, and they obviously the whole Robin Hood moment where you know yeah. the common man and or person I should say, you know, worked against Wall Street yeah. by GameStop, and yeah, now Bed Bath and Beyond and all these things, and the traders are like, this is what? the dumbest trade in the world. Yeah. This right, can't be happening. But the mass power. And of the social media. And of, yeah, of social media. And if you get as enough crayons together, all these hmm. people with IQs of crayons, if you get enough together, you can really push against the system. Yeah. Right?
0: That's the thing. Group, the power of groups. That's exactly. the whole identity politics that's going on these days. You yeah. know, like make a group and then pit that group against another group right and if you want to sit right in the middle and be an activist so you got yourself a job just got to keep that going
1: you know exactly that like fight going. ideology is the biggest motivator in human yeah. humankind i mean it's nazi germany maga <sighs> brigade you she, know crane I, peace. there's all it's all idea ideologically driven
0: there's, there's another guy on youtube i want to mention um ryan chapman mm. check out his videos mm. so good like, yes, you know, if you just want the background on you know, what what is socialism, what is Nazism, you know, mm. were, were, were the Italians or were the Germans really fascists? Yeah. Like, just great stuff, really well presented, really cool guy. Again, he's just, he's one who's just, just gone, um just become monetized. Like I don't know he's got maybe sixty videos up or something. Must have just hit his thousand subscriber mark because yeah, I'm starting yeah. to hear ads turn up now on his on his um videos. Yeah, and
1: that's the thing. I uh, and I struggle to see where New Zealand fits in that right sort of phase. There's, I mean, capitalism is the dominant economic model yeah. in the world. Everyone subscribes to it. Yeah. Um, and New Zealand certainly subscribes to it. But then we have sort of political models that are more sort of social-esque, yeah. socialist type of policies. Um, and there's this real sort of butting of heads because you really can't have both. You I th- really can't have both.
0: I, I don't think you can have a pure socialist government and have capitalism, but I think it's moved on. Like the democratic socialists, which is what just seemed like it yeah. is, You're right. I think they recognize, even China now, and this is the challenge for um, Xi Jinping, is that he has, he's said, shit, I've got to let the country grow. We've got to embrace some capitalism. But if he does that, he gets the problem he gets with people like Jack Ma, where Suddenly, this dude's got a whole heap of money and profile and can start saying things against me. Oh, Jack, you're just coming back for re education for a few months. Yeah.
1: yeah. So and that's the thing.
0: He's got, yeah, because that, that, that communist party only works when they have ultimate control and no challenge. Once yeah. you open up to capitalism, the classes rise, people have got money and opinions, yeah.
1: you're over. Yeah. 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 They don't really. Yeah, they they kind of work against each other.
0: Oh, uh, they they're, they're opposed in, in so every facet, not just
1: political but economic.
0: Socialism is, is just is opposed to capitalism. Yeah, but I, but like you said, capitalism's everywhere because it works mm. because it actually does. It works. Yeah. You know. Well, I think like yeah, social the socialist was Marx was saying, oh, what's going to happen is that capitalism is going to continue. And everyone is going to get poorer and go to starvation apart from a few rich people. But that's not what has actually happened. When you look over the last 150 years, you know, 150 years ago when Marx was writing that stuff, the average life expectancy in like Liverpool and Manchester was 15 and and 17 and stuff. Yeah, it was like really young average age. It was ridiculously low. And... Socialism didn't come into power and change that capitalism came in yeah, yeah. and has changed that yeah you know? wealth
1: creation everyone got it yeah, everyone except for the bottom there's always the there's normal distribution you know, the top one percent the bottom one percent the bottom's always the bottom
0: it's always the bottom but the the baseline has lifted yeah, even a, for the bottom yeah. you know everyone has sort of come up in yeah. that respect yeah cool, because you go yeah you, you probably you think yes i mean there are people who are living in cars and things like that but you know, but i think at a baseline when you look at people in the lowest economic mm-hmm. classes if you were to go back 100 years you know the the level is still elevated like the ability to get you know to to get clothing access to clothing and things like that access to food and electricity and things like that we are, are more prevalent now for yeah. everyone.
1: Yeah, and what we, we value things very differently now. Back then it was making things. Most Western countries don't make much anymore. Yeah. Um, w- what Our value creation is in all those intangible assets. Something like 70%, 67% of, of global value created every year is an intangible asset, it. right? This is...
0: Financial markets and software and IP. It's, and it's
1: IP. It's all that stuff. And there was a great analogy, I think, a TED Talk in... In Auckland, and I should attribute it to the guy, but I forget his name, but he, he made a great analogy. You know, main freight, 7,000 people, 195 million in revenues, f- phenomenally successful company, gotten even more so after, after the pandemic. Um, and a massive asset base, about 100 million. I'm using round figures. Worth, you know, about half a billion U.S. dollars. Um, so about a billion Kiwi. And then you have another company with nine employees zero assets and zero revenue Mm. worth over a billion us dollars Mm. that's instagram Mm. i mean that's and that's where value is created and things that we can't see or feel or touch yeah right because there's physical limitations and how many trucks she can have on the road yeah how many drivers and trucks all that stuff
0: yeah that's that the the power and value of influence Yeah, that's what the term, Influences, you know, Instagram yeah. influences yeah. People who y- you can look at and see and go, oh, I want to do what they're doing. I want to do what they I want to see what they're seeing. I want to eat what they're eating. I want to yeah. be where they've been, that kind of thing. That influences power.
1: Yeah, and these, these, I don't even know what that is anymore. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out Twitter. I, Instagram,
0: um, I don't know what it is. I feel physically unwell. Scrolling through Instagram, not because of the content, the content's sanitized on Instagram. It's something to do with the w- scrolling of their images, right. oh, yeah, which has a sort of a, a physiological effect. Twitter, which is the same, scroll from the bottom and scroll up, doesn't have it. I don't know why. Something to do with the, the words versus just images moving. I think, like maybe it's even like a car. Travel nausea sickness It's just a whole You see a whole scene And the whole scene moves Where here you're watching words and so you're used to words I'm not sure why But it's a. I, I've spent very little time On Instagram Purely because I physically don't enjoy The scrolling
1: Right Yeah it's Weird yeah. Eh? Maybe a carpal tunnel Of the thumbs No
0: That would affect Both it and the Twitter bots
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah But um, going Going back I've only been here Sort of three years And I'll, I'll tell you It was a, quite an interesting experience getting into new zealand there's a whole lot of things you need to do right to get a visa and it was much easier for me because my wife's a, a kiwi right mm. And she was able to sail right through in fact they threw her a parade right because <laughs> they're not used to kiwis wanting to come back home so she had confetti and fucking everything it was brilliant and i'm back here you know i'm, I'm in london doing paperwork and right medical exams and all that and then interviews right and they have to ask you all sorts of questions. It's very similar when I did, became a, a British subject. There are no citizens. We're all subjects now. Um, and, and you have to answer these questions, right? And these questions are across the political spectrum, cultural spectrum. Um, and I, you can study, you buy a pamphlet like a driving license, right? And I'm getting ready and I'm studying this and I'm in this room, you know, crazy Malaysian guy to the right, you know, an Indian lady, five-year-old Chinese kid behind me, we're all wanting to get in. New Zealand right, and they asked these questions in sort of random order, and I was pretty nervous, even though I studied because it 's sort of the last hurdle mm. to get into New Zealand, and they asked the first question, you know who's the prime minister right and I'm like Phew. you know okay. easy got this all so huh? right Jacinda right Jacinda turn I got it wrong. The right answer was Richie McCall. <laughs> And and the Malaysian guy next to me, he's got a shit grin on his face, and he just wrote the goat. And the pro, the, proctor, the proctor's like, we would accept either Daniel Carter or Richie McCall, so the goat passes. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, all right, I got this, because the next one was, you know, a cultural one, a political, cultural, very random. And so, what is the national sport of New Zealand? As well, given the last answer. You I know, know this you've one. got it's, this it's in the rugby. bag. Yeah. It's rugby. Gotta be. Awesome. Proctor goes around, looks. I get it wrong. The indie dude next to me is putting on Velcro gloves. I'm like, what's that guy doing? And he's got a shit eating grin on his face, too. And the proctor says the right answer is sheep shagging. Like, this guy's fucking into it here. Next. I'm like, that's, I'm over two. <laughs> right? I am absolutely over two. Meanwhile, the Chinese kid behind me has built five. Sets of Michael Jordans. Right? He is like I thought he's gonna be a concert pianist, but he was, you know, part of Nike production. Right, he's getting in. But anyway, I get through. I finally, um, I finally get the grade, and I got like thirty percent right, but I sailed right through. Because as it finds out, anyone with above eighty or ninety percent of of correct answers have to go into another room. And on this room, and I'm just walking right by. I'm like, how did I pass with? you know subpar grays, and they go in this room and on this door there's initials tp as i come to learn tall poppy so they take all the smart people in this room and they just slag them off they cut them right back down to size until they become kiwis and then they let them into the country at that point in time so it's it's a very tough way to get into the country um really hard questions so anyone out there looking to study for it i'm i'm happy to help educate you.
0: I think it's a good plan to make people work to yeah. get into the country. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to let just anyone in Yeah, you know, like Exactly. Some,
1: and certainly not people who are smart to high. come in feeling smart. Yeah. Right? We need to cut everyone down. to size.
0: Otherwise we just end up being like America. If we just let everyone come in that's smart, feeling smart. You're yeah. like, no, you gotta understand the tall poppy syndrome.
1: I get it. In fact, there are aspects of it that I like, cause you don't want to be, you know, Americans running around with all the arrogance, all the money. All the success I mean, God forbid we had that right, <laughs> but yeah, Americans don't do it right either. Um, there's no doubt about that I mean, but the good news is, even after this podcast, it is more than possible. in fact, I would suggest probable I am the next president of the United States of America.
0: do you think that um do you think that Trump will run again
1: ah uh, I think, I think Trump will do whatever it takes to stay out of jail.
0: Do you think that Ron DeSantis will run?
1: I'm pretty sure that whoever runs will not be good enough to be president of the United States of America from the Republican Party. I mean, look, you know, sort of after I'd left, we had George Bush, like the, the younger one, I mean, he was an alcoholic, cokehead. I used to party, yeah. Ran a a baseball team into the ground, right? And he was president. And I'm thinking, I'm overseas. I'm like, I got a real shot at this. They elect that dude. And we got Trump. Yeah, philandering, lying, cheating. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely in.
0: You can do this.
1: I am definitely in. You don't actually need to know what you're doing, Mm -hmm. right? So, yeah, DeSantis could probably do it, but I reckon I got a shot. (laughs)
0: Who do you think the Democrats have put in? Who do you think is going to be their selection? loser.
1: loser. <laughs> so the Democrats. This is why no one votes for the Democrats, because they're losers. Yeah. They don't put... I mean, Barack, smart dude. Yeah. He was the only sort of proper dude they put forward.
0: He was a very compelling candidate.
1: Yeah. yeah. Europeans yeah. loved him. Americans hated him. But, you know, yeah. you know. But that's just the way it works. Americans hate just about everybody, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I struggle to see who the Democrats are going to put in that will beat DeSantis. I, I think DeSantis has got a really good shot if he goes for it. Yeah. Just just, just with conservative America, the more mainstream, the more centrist American, I think you'll get all that. They get all the Republican vote. I think you get some of the Democratic centrist vote, probably a lot of the independent voting. So it comes down to then... The Democrats needing to put in someone to really get the Democratic base. And if they really get the Democratic base, they're putting all those other people aside and pushing them to DeSantis. I, I, yeah. I, I thought maybe a, like a, a year or so ago, I thought maybe Beto O'Rourke could have done it, but then he seems to have just not
1: fired. You know? oh, I think, it, yeah, I mean, I don't know. And, and at the end of the day, you know, both parties, and it probably happens in this country, I've only seen a, one election sort of cycle, but both parties go to their extremes right and you do that for about a year you become that selected candidate and then you have to come towards the
0: the middle right
1: yeah. so everything you did for that first year of you know wanting to to hang people of color or you know um want to save every tree and shut down every oil rig all that stuff comes back to bite you for the real people that vote those yeah. who you know don't care about the extremes yeah um, but the extremes are dominating in the US it is the start of a sort of civil war, if you will. Right? Yeah, well,
0: that just that term gets used a lot online, on Twitter, by oh, the bots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bloody Twitter. I love Twitter. Twitter's great, but yeah. Twitter's very polarizing. It's just set up to be polarizing. But there's that um, great comment from Mike Tyson where he says <laughs> something along the lines of, you know, all these people on social media just have forgotten that you can't say things like that without getting punched in the face. Yeah. Well. yeah something to all those words. But it was a good comment. It's like, yeah, you can just say whatever you want to that person because you don't know who they are. You're on the other side of the planet. You're never going to see them. So say whatever you like. That's what you know, Twitter incentivizes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, I love watching the, the video. So I think his name's Jordan Clapper or Clapper, if I pronounce his, his name wrong. He, he does like, um, he goes to these MAGA parades and he interviews people and he points out the sheer lunacy hypocrisy of their belief system and what's going on in in the real world and they're just great videos but it really goes to show that the lack of education matters Mm. and i'm not just talking two plus two is six Mm. because we all know it's fucking six twitter said it was six but it's it's people just stop asking questions yeah right even even my my daughter's school they're they're getting taught and i'm 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 not picking fights with any school or anything like that they get taught about climate change i'm like awesome yeah. why aren't they teaching the counter argument yeah i'm not picking one side over the other but if they keep going one way you yeah. start to lose the ability to critically think yeah. and eventually fall in the same trap that's the, that everyone else is that's
0: in. the thing that's a challenge with all, all the social media platforms at the moment and the censorship mm. like you know okay obviously yeah, all the, yeah, all those social media platforms are are the major ones twitter facebook all that are pretty left-leaning like the
1: oh, sh- academia is left-leaning for the most part yeah right? but,
0: but just shutting down that conversation is a, is a problem it's yeah. not it's not a, it's not, a, it's not, a it's not a great idea it's not it's not supporting free speech, which I think you want to be doing. Yeah. Like booting Trump off Twitter. I'm like, I'd love it if Trump was on Twitter. I'd love it to just be listening to the, whatever the shit it is that he's saying.
1: You yeah, know? but the downstream effects, and this is partly why Americans don't leave the, the U.S., because the world's flat. <laughs> They'll fall off the edge of California <laughs> into the abyss, right? And these people can't critically think. And even when you go and scientifically uh, prove it to them, Right, and teach them the science and how maths works, and and show them the world is round. They create their scientific magic to counter it.
0: This is, again, this is Ryan Chapman was doing yeah. a really good um, a video on why people believe things that aren't true. Yeah, and it was just that the the memes, the ideas yeah. themselves are so have become. Ha- there's so many ideas out there competing for our attention, yeah. that. The ones that are, that are evolved and are I the fittest an idea, and the breakfast beer. and the most attractive ideas and concepts, whether they be true or not, are the ones that appeal to us. And people will latch onto them because they're an attractive idea. For some reason, you know, for some people, the flat earth idea is something that really appeals to them and just fills the space for them. And so they latch onto it. Now, the fact that it makes them feel good is what makes it appealing, not that it Based in truth, it doesn't have to be, which is why people believe things that aren't true.
1: It's that so whole strongly. ideology, and this is where you know everyone can you know give Trump a high five. He gets this, yeah. He's a smart guy, he gets he's this. He's not, he's not, he's not kid. the brightest bulb, but he's he not knows. the dumbest tool in the shed either. He
0: knows how th- he knows how people work to a large extent. I mean, he he kept that show of
1: his going successfully for what 15 years or something, yeah, exactly. But, but he also said, what was it, not 90, eating 93 Um, around that period of time, you know, when he was asked multiple times, you're going to run for president. And one of his responses was, if I were to run for president, I'd run as a Republican because they're idiots. Yeah. And he's right.
0: Look, I, um, who knows if, I don't know if he said that or not, if he did say it. He did. He did say it.
1: I I get the time wrong. Um, don't know if it's 93, 94, but yeah, it was around that period. Uh, at least Twitter told me anyway.
0: But there are, this is the thing, There's if you just promote the right message, a bunch of people will support that and will follow that. That's yeah. why people have got different religious beliefs and different yeah. political beliefs. And you look at someone and you're like, they're completely polarized. How can the two of yeah. you see these things differently? Right,
1: and, and we see that no more so in, in sort of religion. And there's, there's a number of things in New Zealand occasionally in the... The front page, and everyone goes to these big old churches, right? And they give their money to these yeah. churches. These people generally have deep beliefs, but not deep pockets. Mm. And the pastor or bishop or whatever yeah. is rolling around in a
0: turns up these rollwa. Uh, yeah,
1: he's like, "Fucking dude, there's one Bugatti in the country, and that dude's got it." Don't you guys Where do you think, think your money's going? Yeah, it's not saving whatever you think you're saving—your soul or the children next door. Yeah. They're con artists. Yeah, they, oh, so clearly.
0: Look at some of those, you know, those American dudes who are just multi-millionaires mm. on TV. They're
1: the worst, man. Yeah, they're the worst because yeah. they get their own infomercial channels. They sell their yeah. their holy waters and all this sort of shit. But, but that's, people buy it. Hey, that's the thing. People people yeah, buy it. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's 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 the game. It's um, and the only way you counter that is teaching people to think right and and being educated is important and not, and again it's not classical education of mass and literacy it's just learning to ask questions and challenge and why it, it's a, and that's not really accepted in it, in many educational institutions
0: it's a it's a thing you got to teach your kids to do to yeah. think to look at both yeah. sides but it's a tough thing to do and again it, it depending on what news channel you land in yep like for, for, yep. for me A couple of years ago, you know, I was watching way more MSNBC than I should have. Mm. Now I step back and look at it with a more balanced view. I'm like, Jesus, half of that shit. I can't believe I was given the time of day. But. If that's where you kind of land Because that's when It was because a couple of years ago That I actually started To get interested In American politics And so I just I started watching MSNBC more than Fox I was like Fox This is ridiculous But it was very difficult To begin with For me to go Oh My god MSNBC is just as ridiculous As Fox Yeah yeah. They,
1: They all are And I think You know Going back to school I remember you know, when you go and write your papers, you'd have to have multiple references. Yeah. and And we didn't have Wikipedia back then. Yeah. Right? You actually had to go to the library. Yeah. Right? And you had to have a couple of books. Usually you made mm. up the names and of the books. books. And the authors. And yeah. Yeah. And you'd get some quotes right, some wrong. But it but you had to have a couple of different references. And, and the same with the media today. You can't just be even just American news, even if you chose CNN and Fox. You've got to go... To American, you've got to go to British, you've got to go to Asian, Aussie, and Kiwi, South American, because you get different views. And then you can formulate your own view. Yeah. Right. Um, But it's not just being able to formulate a well rounded view, it's being able to have a discussion and agree to disagree. That's okay. Because there's no more middle ground. Yeah. It's you're either, you know, black or white in the point of view. Yeah. Yeah. And if there's no middle ground, that yeah. There's nowhere to go.
0: And like you say, you've got to learn to um, not hate the player, but hate the game. Yeah. Like, like, like someone's idea. And again, this, this Ryan Chapman thing on this on the memes and the why people attach to certain ideas, it was it was great for that understanding of, okay, that person might have latched onto that idea that you don't agree with. Yeah. But that doesn't define that person. That person could still be a good person, a, you know, a lovely person. So like you say, you don't want to hate that person just because of that idea. You maybe understand why it might be that they've got that idea and maybe even after time convince them to change or they might change your mind. But you've got to be able to have that to and fro in that discussion. Yeah, yeah. With people.
1: And, 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 oh, I get this a lot. Like I said, I reference my, you know, my parents are full into some of these, not conspiracy rabbit holes, but certainly into that sort of conservative you know what trump says is is true even if it's asinine and illogical they'll dismiss some of the really bad stuff and biden is the devil it's there's no Mm. no having any discussion about any of that And i'm sure that happens here as well um but you just can't i just don't have time for much of that (laughs) anymore
0: i think what tends to happen too is that a lot of people go okay I'm left or I'm right. And therefore, the person who's leading the left, they're a saint. And the person who's on the right, yeah. they're clearly a demon. Yeah. Instead of going, oh, you know what? Maybe I'm left, but the guy on the left isn't perfect. And the guy on the right isn't perfect. Yeah. Yeah, or I'm on the right. Our guy's not great. He's all right. but yeah. And that's something a lot of people just get emotionally involved in it. They're like, oh, I'm going to defend this guy because he's aligned with me. He's in my tribe. I'll defend him 100%. Yeah. You guys are an asshole. Yeah. You know, he might be the leader, but he's actually a wanker. Yeah. But it's, you know, people don't sort of say that. Yeah.
1: Well, I think the Kiwis do have it a bit better because it is a much smaller country. Um, you would think it's easier to polarize a smaller country, but Kiwis just the culture just isn't like that. They don't have time for that. But my fear is that it can quickly be polarized. Yeah. You know, with the the Tamakis on oh. one side, Jacinda on this side. Um. You know, the this other party. You know it can quickly get polarized because we're all human. Well, fallible a, creatures at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, of course. Yeah, of course.
0: And that's the, and a lot of this stuff is very complex and well engineered. You know, a lot of the media that comes out pro- yeah. propaganda from governments, yeah. um, you know, ideologies coming out of universities. They will, these are smart people who've thought these out and thought about how this will influence people in the way they think and act. And for the regular Joe Bloggs who's going to work nine to five and just reading the paper, it's like, well, what chance does he have to actually break out of that view or get another insight on things? You know? Like, yeah. I, I know a number of people, you know, particularly people generation above us who, their news source is still the six o'clock news. Mm. That's that's it. You know, so that's what they see. Really? What comes on the six o'clock news, they, they, that's all they get. And you talk to them about Twitter, like, oh no, I don't mean social media or anything like that. And you know, where do you go on YouTube and look on there? It's like, oh, no, I, I never would go on there. And you're like, okay, so where's your news source? Whatever I get told on six o'clock, and that's it. Yeah. So it's hard to... That's going to define what you're thinking.
1: You it's know? certainly, but I'm I'm also a slight hypocrite because I'm not willing to pay... New York Times or Washington Post, two of the best newspapers in the entire world that actually, and Guardian as well, they do lots of the investigative journalism, Panama yeah. Papers, things that have been in the news. I'm still not willing to pay for it, right? And I'd... if you're not willing to pay for it, these companies can't survive, and then you get stuck with Twitter bots.
0: Yeah. You know. But do you, you 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 can look now at played like Substack, places like that, where they've yeah. got a lot of yeah. great investigative journalism. Yeah. But it's a it is a it is a mindset change. It's a mental effort. It is to, to it's actually, effort. It, That's it is, what it is. It's it's mental effort. You yeah. actually got to get to the point to go. Okay, there are other news sources. Oh, and I, for some reason, I feel like I should invest the time to try and read them and go yeah. and find them. Yeah. That. Again, that takes time. You got that first step of going. Okay, there's not justice. As well as and
1: news. it's, but it's also, you know, in the big difference with this old media versus new media, it is very old and very new. I mean, I remember sitting on the tube, and I'd read the FT. If, if you've ever read the Financial Times, it is that fucking big. Yeah. Right. You open it up, and obviously, yeah. I'm not a, a big dude. I got dainty yeah. hands, right? But um, this paper is massive. And if you've ever been on the tube, right? It's six, seven, eight in the morning. There is not much room, right? You can't read the FT.
0: it's actually just a regular sized newspaper. It's just
1: it's It's just dainty hands. hands. That's probably (laughs) fair. But then you get some new media, it's still a newspaper, but it's a metro. It's like that big. You can watch it. You can read it like here. And then this is where the the, obviously the mobile factors of it you you can scroll. Yeah. But the FTs, the NYs, the Washington Post, Guardians of the World, they're trying to do these apps but they're not really thinking in this new media mindset from, from them, Yeah, where it's consumable. So you said you didn't like the Instagram scrolling, yeah. which is fair. I, I don't yeah. so much either, but the generation is growing up with it. Our kids. Oh yeah. And they love it. Yeah. They're into it. Oh yeah. You know, they're not going to read this, you know, normal size paper, which no. is big for a boy man like me, <laughs> but, um,
0: and and they they they're suffering. They they're getting produced less and less. You yeah. know, oh, I suppose you can still get a newspaper delivered to your door. But as a kid, that always happened. We always got a newspaper delivered. My grandparents, everyone did. we
1: used to deliver one. Yeah,
0: but nowadays, like I, as I say, I guess it happens. But I don't know anyone who gets a newspaper delivered to their door now. Anymore. So yeah, we just don't read that format Which is a shame because it used to be fun to get the newspaper And sit down and actually hold it and, and read it But it's so much more convenient now To just pick up your phone and read And be, me, be able to jump From news source to news source like Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: And, and, and that's the thing And you have get all these sorts of app aggregators but, um, but what the new media doesn't have It's journalism Generally it doesn't have people Who are it's, skilled I
0: think it's like I think it's like music through the '90s, where once home recording was a possibility, yeah. everyone could make music. Yeah. Everyone can make news now, but there are people who are making good music from home, and people are making good news yeah. from home. Yeah. But you, that's the thing now. Now the noise level's gone up. Yeah. You've got to take the effort to go looking. Like I do it with music now. I still I will occasionally put the effort in, and it's tough. Like and by put the effort in, what I mean is. I want to go find new songs that I like and new artists that I like. Cause I get bored with the stuff that I've already listened to. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes it's like a two hour job on a Saturday. If I get some free time to sit down on Spotify and just go new song, listen to it, nah, new song, listen to it, nah, new one, new one, new one, new one. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. Follow that path for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's so much out there. Yeah. You've got to put that effort in to go looking for it. It's the same with, with media and in, in journalism now, Yeah. you, you, know, you got, like, well, sub Substack sub seems to be a good spot for independent journalism, where yeah. that's turning up there now. But again, it took me a while to find some good people on Substack and, yeah. uh, and actually go and read it there. And
1: that's the thing, is is even podcasts like this and and others, everyone's trying to get noticed and it's hard because you can get lost. In a yeah. I call it, Charlie Brown syndrome is the wah, 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 wah. Because yeah. I don't think people are willing to put in the effort. Yeah. Right? So you have to, reduce the amount of effort to get that, get noticed, mm. right, at, at the end of the day. And that's where new media and new ways of thinking excel is, well, just make it easy. Yeah. You yeah. know, just make it easy. Well, if you're going to buy something, one click, and yeah. London is delivered within two hours. Yeah.
0: I know, it's a, it's amazing. Right? It's
1: it's different. Just make it easy. Take friction out of everything, and people will use it. Yeah. Once they use it, they're locked in. Yeah. You can tell them anything, and they'll believe it. Yeah. Right?
0: Twitter is a great example of that. It's why it's so popular is that it's just that little factoid, that yep. little nugget of news, you know, like yep. something funny, something witty, yeah. piece of news, yeah. and oh, I've got it. I didn't have to There's put any tr- effort in. Yeah,
1: Trust yeah. killed the queen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is it yeah, exactly. Oh wow, I've got it. I don't have to read further and go, exactly. does
1: this make sense?
0: Was there anything backing up? What were your sources? I'm yeah. just gonna believe it. Yeah. You know? Exactly. But as you say, I think people probably our age and maybe older. I feel as though, going into the world of social media, that I have some um, some filters that mm-hmm. my kids won't have. Like a, you know, a website developer for years and years and years. Yeah. So I feel as though I can... Look at a website and go, well, that one looks a bit dodgy. Just the content doesn't feel right on it, you know. Whereas my kids, I imagine, will just go, we have no idea. That's just a website. It looks the same because they.
1: Yeah. Oh, my daughter gets random text messages with links on it and clicks it. I'm like, it's the fucking Russians. Mm. Right. Um, But, yeah, they don't. And they're not being taught in schools. And when I go and speak to the parents and even teachers at schools, they have no idea what they're talking
0: about. And why aren't they teaching kids, like, some new topics? Well, they think they, they, think they are. New, new they jo- think
1: they are, but they're not skilled enough.
0: Do they teach kids at school um, to be a real estate agent? Because that's a that's a really good job.
1: Or just communicate. Well, yeah. But, but yeah, like
0: I was taught at school, yeah, oh, you go, you've been an, an engineer or a doctor or a chemist or this sort of yeah. shit. It's like, yeah, some of these are unattainable. Some of these are just boring as hell. Some of them I might want to do. But no one ever told yeah. me, and this is my own stupidity and yeah. just innocence as a child, that like at age 18, I just had never thought about being a real estate agent. I'm not yeah. saying I want to be one, but that's a job that you could do yeah. if you can communicate yeah. and you don't have a degree yeah. and you could be wildly successful at wildly yeah. successful. Exactly you know but they don't yeah. teach at school uh,
1: well and i think it's it's challenging i've got lots of friends who are teachers and i empathize with them mm. to do the most important job arguably in the world outside yeah. of medicine and get paid nothing for it oh yeah i mean for education the love of God, I, I agree 100% there it, should be it's a complete waste of the teacher's time
0: it's a we- it's a waste of Every person's potential, these little brains, these super exactly. fucking humans who exactly. are just being bored to death exactly. with stuff. You now, I'm not saying that's happening all the time, but I certainly feel like a, there's not the effort put into schooling. There and isn't an investment.
1: And we were just out the other night and um, chatting, and she's quite a passionate teacher that's Mm. she loves what she does and she's really frustrated because for the for well over a decade New Zealand's been dropping down in OECD rankings. Standards. Assuming you put weight behind these standards and long story short she was saying well a lot of it is funding. We just don't spend money on this stuff but that's not unique. What tends to be unique with many of the public schools in New Zealand is student-led learning. Like it's just let's just let the kids be kids. Let's just Mass is important. Literacy is important. But uh, you know what? Let's let them be kids. And everybody's like, you know what? That's actually a brilliant idea because I think most people would agree. But then we letting kids be kids later in life, yeah. yeah. And they forget that the wor- the whole world out there, there's a hundred million Chinese PhDs being produced, yeah, fucking every year. Same in India. That yeah it is important and it, and and it's cool to be you but you're going into a world who does not care. care
0: you're going to a real world where there's they do real not problems care whether
1: you're happy
0: no can you get the job done in
1: fact they want you happy yeah. keep fucking working cuz you're going to work for them yeah right and anyway she's she struggles i'm like well why do you do it and she makes actually good money being you know fairly high up in a, a particular school um but it's 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 an ethos up and down the country which isn't unique to New Zealand the US has equivalent challenges mm. probably at a, a far greater scale um, well, and it's just hard it's impossible but it's our kids that suffer
0: the the US though in some states now are bringing in you know those policies yeah. of if you're a, a a a black kid or something like that that yeah. you you know you don't have to do the exams yeah, or yeah. I just can't see how that's not counterproductive for those poor kids because they're not going to be educated and pushed to do the exams and pass the exams and therefore have the qualifications to go but on and, yeah, and succeed in the real world.
1: It's even worse. It's, and we see it in, in professional life, which we won't obviously talk too much because everyone mm. here is related and we're all going to lose our jobs if we go too far down the track. But um, we, we see that, that it's just unfair on the individual. Yeah. Right. Because you can see the masses, especially ignorant masses to the conversation we had the other. Oh, he only got that far because he's black. She only became chief exec because she's a woman. Yeah. Because there is there is, I believe, an element of reverse discrimination to break old models. But we don't need a potentially as much tokenism because it demeans yeah, exactly. the individual's accomplishment. You want whoever
0: gets that role to get there on their exactly. merits, yeah. and you always want that to be the system. Now, if there's a challenge with certain people getting the education to be able to get the merit, that's where the focus yeah. needs to be here. Yeah. How do we fix that problem yeah. so that all these people have this equal opportunity to become educated and learn skills and yeah. then go into the the race to see, okay, well, who's the best for that role? Yeah. You know, that's...
1: But that's... It's, it's just... It's just you're, you're addressing
0: the... You're kind of addressing a symptom by just... By tackling at this end yeah. rather than addressing a problem at this end.
1: Yeah, but it's also... It comes back to ideology. Yeah. Right? And and, and I will pick on America because, you know, I'm an American. I can probably get away with it. There's an ideology how I'm not clearly racist at at all but oh, black people just don't work hard enough or all this no they just don't have the same number of opportunities because guess what white people keep all the flipping money Mm -hmm. they know how to avoid all the taxes they know all this sort of stuff so when you create awesome policies maybe not that one that skips a few levels just to create the opportunity they're constantly getting beaten down in the American version of tall poppy.
0: Yeah there's there's big cultural challenges Massive, but those but those cultural challenges extend um, not only separated by color, but just generally. Like if you're a, what's the area in America? I can't think of it. It's like the the redneck area, where oh, the, the. But the, no, it's like, I want to say the Appalachians, but I don't think that's right.
1: Oh, well, that's in New York. So no, Thanks. it's not. There. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, but that's, that's where it is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can't think where it is. Um, but there are there are poor white kids. Like, there's a whole strata of poor white kids. And yeah. they're in the same situation there. They don't have the education. Yeah. They're never going to get out of being this redneck culture. Yeah. Yeah, That's, yeah. The, the cultural problem is a problem here for them, you know, There's somehow that you need to address that cultural problem. Not, this is not dependent on the skin colour. These white kids who are never going to make it anywhere, you know. Yeah. It, it somehow address those cultural issues that lead their them to be in a culture where, you know, Partying all the time is good or you know, just wearing my wife beater and going out and getting drunk and making I being yeah. ridiculously stereotypical here to make a point, you know, yeah, making yeah. moonshine and stuff is what we want to be doing all the time. It's like yeah. No. Yeah, oh man, there's an amazing guy called um uh, Thomas Sowell. Thomas Sell. He's about ninety now. He's, if I was gonna vote for someone as a president, I'd vote for him. He's
1: is about, he like Joe Biden's age? Though?
0: Yeah, he's older. Yeah. He's uh <laughs> he's a ninety year old black economist mm. in the states he is a he is a dude mm. so he just has like looked at all the economic data about things like this about you know, like cultural influences and how they cause mm. problems and that it's not the color of your skin that causes these problems you now in, in in a lot of cases it's not it's, not. it's, it's actually it's just economics yeah it's economics and, and culture yeah a really and, and clever guy the, the
1: thing that's got me quite quite bullish about this is big business have already started solving the problem. Because capitalism, back to our early conversation, yeah. capitalism finds ways around this. Yeah. So you see companies, audit firms like PwC, tech companies like Google, just saying, you don't need a degree. Mm-hmm. We don't care no. if you're black, white, binary, non-binary. Can
0: you care. do the job really well?
1: We'll give you a job. And, and even that, they're saying, I don't care if you can do it. Because I think what they're really saying is, no one's teaching you how to do the jobs I have, or mm. for the roles that don't exist uh, yet yeah. in academics. So just come get, in the get
0: on door. board, and we'll get we'll teach you.
1: Right, come in the door. They're really embracing all that, you know.
0: But you do see that in the tech field, in the hacking field, it's like. You know, the real black hats have turned white hat and they, these guys aren't guys who went to university for five years and got no. a computer science degree. It's like these dudes were 14 just, years old and were hacking DNS routers in their sleep yeah. and they're fucking good naturally.
1: Just, and and business finds a way around it and, and maybe it started with solving a diversity problem by first recognising they had one but then they, they saw the economic benefit saying, actually, if we look and we get it, and, and we get a bunch of different people in a room they come up with better outcomes than just a bunch of white dudes or middle class ladies or poor people whatever diversity creates money
0: well look yeah but that's but that's because it's it's having a um... Meritocracy effect, yeah, you know, like it's actually, it's like if we're getting people in and they're all diverse, and the outcomes of it are really good, yeah, well, that makes sense, yeah, and you're right, the capitalist system is going to find that and make that work.
1: There still is a meritocracy. I mean, New Zealand's just like everyone else. What what was the the Herald said? We're going to hand something down like a trillion dollars or something ridiculous, like twelve trillion. I didn't read the article because I don't pay for it, but um, <laughs> hey, it's it's basically inheritance all the wealth that our parents not maybe not ours because we're foreigners Mm -hmm. you passed the same exam i did um you know um created all this money and property and stuff and they just hand it down to kids so they're naturally wealthy Mm -hmm. so there still is that meritocracy of that sort of wealth creation from that previous generation being handed down in that lineage and others being left behind but Access to opportunity, but, the, but even that will even, so much. Even that will sort
0: itself out. Because you imagine? Exactly. You get given five houses by your parents when they kick off when you're age eighteen. You're like, oh, I don't have to work. Well, what am I going to do? I'm just going to stand around, and drink booze all day, and, and do nothing. President of uh, the
1: United States of America. Yeah. <laughs> and by the,
0: you know, and by the time I'm forty, I'm kind of a wreck. I've done nothing. Yeah. You know, blah 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 blah. Oh, I've sold off two of my houses because I made no money. Yeah, there's that natural economic balancing. Where, or on the other hand, you get five houses from your parents, and you go, okay, probably conservative and focused. I'm going to work hard at this and rent them out and look after them, maintain them. And when I'm finished, I've got 22 houses. You're like,
1: well, that's okay because you took that, you did something constructive with it, you worked at it. But that's that's the beauty of competition, capitalism. Yeah, and I'm not overly capitalist, um, but it weeds out the weak. Yeah, well, and it's
0: look, it's it's better than the idea of socialism where you say well we'll have a central bureau of people who will manage that wealth yeah yes. we'll, we'll, we'll just manage we'll, like we'll tell you what the prices yeah, yeah. need to be for everything yeah. and yeah. who you can trade with yeah. it's like you can't manage that you've got this Organic evolved market system which naturally manages this itself. When you're trying to do that with a bunch of people, it's just it's not going to work. You're going to get it wrong, and you're going to end up with people starving. Like happens.
1: It it works for the people in that bubble making the decisions. Yeah. Right. I mean, we can point to religion. That's how religion taken has taken over the world, and the people that benefit are the ones that, in the church. Yeah. Um, at the top of various churches or various religious institutes, and we see that in other. Scenarios, But, yeah, capitalism, I think what we've learned is that some of our, our thoughts of laissez-faire capitalism or laissez-faire economics, I should say, and free market capitalism is just utter bullshit, that markets might be efficient. They're not always intelligent. Right. Yeah. So we can't just let them run. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look at Greenspan. Open up the world. All this wealth creation we talked about earlier. It was amazing. Globalization. People created money out of thin air, and then it just yeah. went too far. Yeah. And and so the role of government really should be guardrails, but governments aren't set up for that. Governments are they're salespeople, right? They're just there to keep their job every three years in this country or four years in the U.S.
0: Well, rightly or wrongly, the Twitter bots told me today that the New Zealand government has increased 20... Public sector has increased 27% since 2017 in the number of employees. So that's... That government is just getting bigger and bloated. Like, Have we got 27% more things we need the government to control for us in the last four years?
1: Oh, but yeah, I don't know if it necessarily works like that. But I think it's a, it's a recognition that over the last couple of years, things happened that weren't planned for properly. So we need to bring in outside experts. Right. This is where you bring in the firms that that do these things, the foreigners from other countries and doing consulting engagements. So it's it has gotten bigger, but it's also a symptom of throwing people at a problem. Mm. All right. And this is where Americans, for all their arrogance and imbecilic, imbeci- Im, uh, imbecilic. I'm yeah, imbecilic. There you go. And that's better. The American here. Um, What they get better than most people, if not anyone, is they don't throw people at the problem anymore. Mm-hmm. They throw ideas at the problem. Mm-hmm. They solve the problem in different creative ways. We here in New Zealand, we just throw people at the problem.
0: Yeah, c- collaborative. are being
1: left further and further behind because of it.
0: I think you're right. I think a lot of problems get solved that way. They're like, oh, we're
1: going to get an expert, bring them in
0: and put them on the problem. And that expert might or might not be an expert, might not be able right. to f- solve the problem. Whereas you're better off just saying just grab me six random people and let's get in here and include the expert, yeah. but then let's all talk about this. Like, in in programming, like the field of programming, you know, you're you always given problems. It's like, make this thing do that. You're like, okay, well, how do I make that do that? All right. So me on my own, I sit down, I've got experience in writing code, so I can go, I can draw on that, I can do things, and you're, you're okay. It's way better if you've got someone else, who's a coder or even someone else who's not necessarily a coder who'll stand there with you over your shoulder and then you go, okay, we're going to solve this problem. And they will go, well, why don't you do that? And sometimes you'll go, oh, you you can't do that. And other times you go, fuck, why don't we do that? And it's like, I'm the expert. I've done this for years, but I'm trained down this path mentally. You know, My neurons will run that way. So I can't even think that way. And you've seen it a different way. And that's a way better way to solve this problem
1: yeah look and I, I think it's a mindset shift that kiwis recognize need to change political systems don't allow it to change because no one's elected for long enough times and i'm not suggesting we'd want a uh, a Putin who's there for life you know i'm not suggesting that but um kiwis have recognized the fact that we we can't just be farmers forever and yeah. there's lots of agri-tech there's zero there's rocket labs. There's things, but we we actually need we need to be move away from landlords, one of the largest value creators in the country, and exporters of primary industries. We have to have something else because this stuff will disappear. Yeah, we
0: need we need to it move into disappear. that that thought creation, intellectual property, that sort of stuff.
1: And D- I'm I'm always talking about you know we could be the Silicon Valley of the Pacific. Yeah, we lack access to capital markets. We can fix that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Right. That's easy We can
1: we just Fucking call Goldman and yeah. Say hey bro Send some of your Smartest 20 year olds here Do some tax deal And bring your American money
0: Yeah there needs to be A real focus on that Because you're right we got smart people yeah. Again You focus You put money Invest in education So the people that are coming up Are smart and aware And can work in these fields and then you just start selling thoughts rather than having to sell yeah but but fish when you have to get and elected and you have very oil.
1: strong you know um legacy and very successful and very good industries in in farmer grower space and again it's not about attacking that space it's about supporting that space yeah. just also hedging your bet
0: yeah it's, right? it's, it's a transition you su- yeah. support the yeah you support that space you invest though into this new area and just let it build. Right. You know? Exactly. But it's you I, I agree 100%. You're going to run out of your natural resources or, or at least not run not if not run out of them, they'll become more expensive and less cost efficient to use and produce.
1: But maybe then it all comes back in cycles hmm. and and then lettuce becomes 50 bucks ahead because yeah. there's only so many lettuce. Yeah. The, but the issue is we need to have that sort of Hedge where lettuce is important, we want to produce it. And I'm picking on lettuce, I love mm. green, right? It's my favorite color, but then BS ideas like Instagram that are only going to be around for a uh-huh. decade or two, we need to have those as well. Yeah, we need both. Yeah, and unfortunately, w- politics only allows you to back one, yeah, with lip service for a period. This of
0: time. was e- years ago, I was working for a telco, and um. What was starting to come out then, it wasn't WhatsApp. It was one of the earlier versions of one of those sort yeah. of communication things. And I was saying to these guys, why don't you just build your own version of this and give it to everyone in New Zealand? Right. And I was like, because it just feels like if you give this to everyone in New Zealand, then you've got the whole country on your it's network. Cool. It's like trade me. Yeah, you can just <laughs> draw, you know, just drop ads into it and suggest things to them and all of that.
1: It was a massive opportunity
0: that was missed here.
1: Yeah. And, And this is a great place to go and be successful locally because no one wants competition. We've got a couple of banks. We've got a couple of reinsurers, a couple of insurance companies, a couple of building companies. We allow monopolies, duopolies, and cartels because mm. we don't have enough people to warrant a hyper-competitive nature. But those are sorts of that creating a WhatsApp, a Kiwi-style WhatsApp is a brilliant idea, because one, you're not going to be hit over the head with hyper-competition necessarily. Mm. Um, and Trade Me proved that. eBay's tried to come in. yeah, Everyone's tried to come in, and they've succeeded.
0: Right? Yeah, and that's right. And that's, what, and that's and just they sh-
1: shouldn't, because it's not an overly sophisticated platform. It's a shit app.
0: Yeah, it's it's not a great app. The UI is they not great. They haven't
1: monetized their data as much as they should. I would imagine they're going to address that. Um, but just to miss that opportunity to say, nah, I'm gonna just keep my tins and wires and my hmm. my SMS minutes and things like that. Yeah, that just it, we maybe that's a tall poppy thing we're talking about. Maybe people don't want to push the boat out, or they feel they have to leave the country to push the boat out. Or maybe there's. I think I contend there's no money to take the risk. Maybe
0: yeah. Maybe to the environment, the economic environment is just not there to make people feel like it's worth taking this risk, or they're supported in taking this risk. That's yeah. I
1: think that is changing. And you go around different circles. You know, you get onto LinkedIn. There's a lot more vocal people now talking about this. You know, hedging. Some are, you know, attacking agriculture industry others are actually more like me and saying actually now this is awesome let's bolster them but let's Mm. bolster it in in this intangible way Mm. and it takes money so i think things are changing but what it really it it takes is is government support yeah i think government said they're gonna throw it 10 million or something at it yeah that's a fucking personal that's that's a lunch with elon musk Yeah. yeah I mean, you need to talk in billions and you, to make this thing happen.
0: And you're right. It's a, it's the short cycle. It's like, okay, we're probably going to be in government for three or four years. Yeah. Do we invest in this now, which is going to cost a heap of money, probably get us booted out the next election, but the long-term benefits would be great. But we're not going to see that because we'll get booted for spending all this money
1: now. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what ha- what's happening to this government, yeah. right? They're all their spending whether you agree with it or not is going to be used against them yeah. so no government actually wants to raise taxes to build the proper roads or spend money in areas that will be a benefit in 30 years time
0: yeah as you say different to the chinese where they've got these long-term views and they just do what they want to because they've got that strategy it's okay we're going to do this government is not concerned about being booted out in the near future
1: yeah they don't care they yeah. don't care but there is a there is a real upside with all of this and and it starts with recognition and there's a, uh, a number of people in many countries in the world that are are starting to recognize that, you know what, Brexit might not have been the answer, mm-hmm. that, that the, there isn't necessarily a swamp in the U.S., but it does need to be fixed. And you know what, um, maybe we should be thinking beyond, you know, building our infrastructure in this country beyond just 10 years' time. Let's build it as if we're 10 million people, not or four that we've got. So there is a groundswell. These things come in in, in swinging roundabouts. So I'm confident.
0: Should we take a break? Maybe come back for part two in a
1: minute? Yeah, fair enough. Losing is my contact.
2: My ears are getting sore. Are they? <laughs> yeah. Because the you don't parents. have hair. <laughs>